Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Missing Pieces, episode 29. We have a little bonus episode for you today just because of some exciting updates. We have the father, Jacob Gokener, the father of baby William that's been missing for over three months. He is going to be discussing what's going on in the case and any new information, and we're going to be speaking to anybody out there that's helping Madeline or their family and to Madeline herself. I'm your host, Kelly Carter. Here at The Missing Pieces, our show is Creating a Life You Love. I'm a registered nurse, mom, chronic illness survivor, and serial entrepreneur. I aim to share my path through growing my business around my life and not the other way around, hoping to light the ways for others to do the same. We look a lot into balance and if there is such a thing and if moms can run a successful business while still taking care of themselves and their family. Today, again, is a little bit different. We normally focus on health, wealth, and fulfillment, but you can't have any of those things when something so traumatic is going on in your life. And this is a very unfortunate situation where Jacob's child has been taken away from him, and now as the story unfolds, the grandparents have been, the maternal grandparents have been arrested. So I want to just get some updates from you. Jacob, do you mind telling us what's the latest going on? Yeah, absolutely, Kelly. So yesterday we got news um, that the maternal grandparents, Kathy and Alex Jones, were arrested um, as they were trying to to flee to Texas at the airport. And Mm -hmm. so this is a a huge step because it means that some of uh, Madeline's direct lines of support and influence are are being stopped and justice is happening and truth is coming out. Um, And so it's great news because hopefully this means that that they'll flush out and turn up quick with my son and that he can come home safely soon. So did you see the video this morning? I don't know what it's called, like the arraignment video for him, uh, for, I did, yeah. for Alex. Yeah. So you want to talk about that a little bit, what, what they came up with? Sure. So, so they had him in, uh, in custody last night, and then this morning they had their uh, like their pre-trial arraignment bond, I think. Uh, yeah, bond setting terms of that and whatnot. And so they set the bond for both Alex and Cassie at fifty thousand each. Um, and then if they are if they are able to make that bond, then they have terms of release, which are pretty strict terms. They're unable to to speak with one another. Um, Alex is unable to speak with minors, so that would include his children. Um, they can't live together. And then the the next uh, the next trial for them would be October fifth. And so it's uh, really exciting the progress that's happening. But we need to uh, we need to all stay mindful because my my son is still out there and still missing. And we all need to keep a lookout and and be aware of that as well. Even though this I'm is sure a good step, been... but they're still. I'm sure this has been a huge roller coaster of emotions for you and just events. Yes, we're excited on one hand, like you said. We're excited that they that things are coming to, that the police were working in the background, even though we didn't all realize it. But there is still a missing baby out there, and it's your son. It's not just a baby. Do you want to share right. a little bit more about that and, and talk about maybe some of your feelings there? 
Sure, absolutely. So just a brief uh, background, and uh, you heard in the previous episode that my my son uh, went missing on June 15th. Um, his his mother, my ex-wife, took off with him just a day after I had gotten parenting time with him in joint custody, and they left from Mesa. And uh, so, yeah, June 15th is when they left. So I've been gone for three and a half months now. Uh, he just turned one a week ago. And I was in Arizona, in Mesa there for, we did a, a candlelit vigil for him in honor of him and not being able to be with him on his birthday. And, and that was that was a great event. We had uh, Channel 12 News there and probably 60 people showed up for that. And it was it was great. We did a, a blue balloon release and uh, I was able to write a song for him that I played there. And, and it was a really tender, tender service. Um, and so, yeah, he's a... Uh, super cute baby if you haven't seen a picture of him i recommend looking at a picture so you can keep an eye out and uh, your listeners is what i'm encouraging and yeah so i agree i i will make sure to post more pictures too there's a picture up but we need to put more out there can we talk a little bit about the just this week the recommendation for charges came out and there was a lot of information in there was there any information in there that you didn't know i know we were speculating but was there something in there that you didn't know about i think it it confirmed all of my my speculations actually i had all these ideas of of who was responsible and and uh who was involved in the case and and this charges that were recommended just confirmed some of those suspicions and you want to talk about some of the charges that were recommended okay so the go ahead all three people involved, Madeline, my ex-wife, um, and then her parents, Cassandra and Roland Alex Jones, um, have been recommended for Class 6 felonies or parental custodial interference. And then also her parents are recommended for a false reporting, which is a, a misdemeanor. Um, and that's the first things that have come out. I heard from the the prosecuting attorney on the case that there are other things in the work and we're working on putting putting the evidences together for those but those are the first things and so it's pretty serious like pretty severe repercussions yeah you can't just take a child you cannot right right take this message you cannot just do whatever you want you cannot just defy a court that is not acceptable and and dads have just as much right to their kids as moms do. I completely agree, and I hope that this this public this public arena that it's in now, I hope that it is a deterrent for others who who have similar ideas or who may be thinking the best option is to to run away. It's it's not. So. Yeah, and I know sometimes people are still even they they obviously are not up to date with the the case, but people are still saying, well, maybe she had a good reason. And what I know that all the charges have been dropped or even called bogus. What would you have to say to them? I would just encourage them to look at all the evidence. We've uh, we've shared a lot of the evidence on our, our Facebook group, uh, the missing Bring Baby William and Madeline Jones home. And that, grow, that group, since the, since the recent media coverage, is growing by the thousands daily we're, we're over at nine thousand now um and so 
we have all the evidences on there. I'd recommend looking looking at those, and it's they can judge for themselves what what the evidences are. That's why we've shared so much of the evidence is to get the truth out and to and to to show that I'm trying to be part of my son's life. So. Yeah, when when someone asks or says, well, what can we do to persuade them or convince them? There is no such thing as persuading someone else or convincing. It's simply just look at the facts and you make your own decision. But once you look at the facts, you will see that right. your ideas or your speculations have been confirmed. And I am so, I just want to tell you, as a mother, I can't imagine how it is for your mom to see you going through this because what a horrible, traumatic event for you to suffer just because someone, you know, they're just kind of putting you through heck. And I'm sorry that that's happening to you. It's stinky. But just like you said, maybe the good that's going to come out of this is it will keep someone else from doing this someday or another. All have to learn life lessons. And this obviously is one of your life lessons. So what do you have to learn from it? It may teach you to be more kind and considerate. It may teach others to be more kind and considerate. And that's one of the unfortunate things. Oh, go ahead. Uh, just before I answer that real quick, I, that that's one of the unfortunate things of this circumstance is the collateral damage, the secondhand sadness that, that happens to so many people. Like, I'm not the only one affected by my son being missing. My my whole family wants to get to meet him and be part of his life. And and it, and Maddie's uh, little sisters want to be part of his life, and they're being affected as well. And it's just unfortunate like the gravity that affects so many people. And and that being said, uh, the amount of, of support and love that I've received from from my family and friends and, and even many people that I've never even met uh, with, this, with this getting more and more coverage, people are reaching out to me every day that I've never, never met. And they're saying, I'm so sorry for what you're going through. So sorry for your situation. We're praying of you. We're thinking of you, and that is just so bolstering and, and uplifting. And it's great to know that that I have a whole, a whole army of supporters. It really, really feels good. Um, Williams Warriors is, is the name someone someone came up with, and I think that's a great great name for the group. Williams Warriors for sure. Mhm. So, what is something that you learned through this whole process? Uh, patience, for sure. Yeah, patience <laughs> is a huge one. It's, uh, <laughs> I think that's a, uh, yeah, a huge lesson that I've learned is patience, having to, to go through hardship and, and to, to still carry on life and to still, to still have to function in society and, and, uh, so learning how to, um, re- rely on others, um, in support and, and to share that that burden, I guess, has been a lesson. Um, I've also definitely learned to to have empathy and sympathy for others who are who are in similar situations or who are even in in not so similar situations. I can I can recognize people who are having a hard time, and and I try my best to reach out to them and and offer a a listening ear or more if needed. And it's been a, a huge learning experience. Yesterday I did a, a talk on healing. Now, when I say healing, I'm talking about traumas. I'm talking about illness too. But this is definitely a traumatic event for you. 
But what I talked about, and you just kind of triggered it in my mind, is we all want our kids to be these confident, caring, compassionate, all the things you just said. And we all want to be those things. But the only way to become those things is through pain. And whatever way that pain is experienced for you, this is your pain, obviously, right now. But in life, we are given these things to learn from. And it sounds like you're learning the lessons to become compassionate and kind and caring. I want to go back to those charges and talk about uh, they had researched a medication. Did you know about that? Uh, We had suspicions, um, but but reading those police reports saying that the grandmother searched up Ipecac and and gave my my son Ipecac in order in attempts to frame me and say that I made him sick is is horrifying, like absolutely scary and makes me concerned for the the well-being of my son still because he's still in in the family and. yeah, it's very, very scary that they're willing to go to any length to try to, to try to get what they want, including yes. harming my son. So, so the Epicac, I have an awful story where I took it as a teenager, and and this is not meant to be funny, but I took it as a teenager to miss out on school. I got what I gotcha. deserved with it, where I was very sick, and just to think that they mm-hmm. gave that to a baby, you know? I wonder sometimes right. if she really might think, I really think that she might think that, you know, she was trying to get him to throw up that baby formula or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. Or he, I just, I guess you can't think into someone's mind that does so many strange things. <laughs> so yeah. I, do you, have you been given any information of where the baby may be? Um, well, because they're flying to Texas, that has my suspicions aroused as to Texas, but she honestly could be anywhere. I, I'm not sure. So hopefully soon. Yeah. What would you say to Madeline if, if she were listening or anybody listening that's helping her? I just want to hear what you have to say about that. Uh, I just want to say that I, I hope um, I hope that this is a good warning sign that the public demonstrations yesterday and parents getting arrested that this is not the path to take that uh, it can be resolved easier and the best chance for the least amount of repercussions would be to come forward and to turn turn yourself in or or her supporters would be to do the same and and uh, we can just be civil and be peaceable. It doesn't have to be like this. And it's unfortunate that, that it has been like this, but it doesn't have to be in the future. So that's I what I'd say. I love that you're so kind about it. The thing is, you're both are the baby's parents. You both need to be involved. And I think I read, if please correct me if I'm wrong, that if she were to come forward before arrest, the penalties would be much less or likely less severe. Is that true? That's my understanding, yeah. Yeah. So what what should she do or where would she go to in order to 
safely bring the baby back. I, I mean, I imagine she's out there scared to death and not knowing what to do because she's lost this lifeline, if you will, or the line that's supporting her. I don't know what, what would be the best way for her to come forward safe. Um, I think any any police organization would be a good source to turn to or depending on where she is, yeah, I could say that would be the best route um, or she can you know, publicly announce where she is and we can come to her. But either one of those would be a good option, I think. They're, I believe safe zones are like hospitals too. I don't know oh, yeah, for sure, but be. I imagine she could go to a hospital and that would be a safe zone. Any fire department would be a safe zone. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, police or just even simply making a phone call. Um, could right. arrange for the safe return of the baby. Yep, definitely. I can't help but feel he's safe. I think that, in my opinion, so this is just my opinion, everybody that's listening, I'm thinking she probably was scared. She didn't think it was going to blow up this way, you know, and I read a lot of support for her, like, hey, now's your chance. Just do it, you know, and it's getting real now. It's not just a simple going on a vacation, you know, um, yeah. But there is a lot of support for her because, gosh, we want that baby to have the best life possible. We want that baby to have a mom and a dad and to just be safe. Definitely I am safe, so glad for sure. that, Yeah. I'm so glad that, um, well, when we talked last, it was all, like you said, speculation. We weren't sure. And now with the police recommending the charges, it's it's got to be vindicating in some ways. I know your baby's oh. not home yet, but it's got to feel good in that way oh very much because through this whole ordeal for the past year and a half they've been trying to you know throw me under the bus and say that i was a terrible guy and in attempts to get me out of my son's life and and they thought that i was going to give up and, and walk away the more and more that they accused me of things and the more and more they tried to ruin my life um and so so finally having this justice happen is very much indicating and and freeing to know that that's not the case and and uh, some very bad decisions are made and, and uh, they are accountable for those decisions and uh, yeah it's very much freeing and uh, I'm not going to give up I'm going to I'm going to stay stay active and, and involved and looking for my son until he's safely with me so are you still writing emails to him I still am yep how often are you doing that? And if you don't mind, what kind of things do you share with him so that he knows? Sure. So I started the email for my son when he was born. No, before he was born even, I I started to write to my son, and, and those emails would be like, I'm so excited to meet you. Like, you're going to be born soon. I, I can't wait to be part of your life. And then when I wasn't part of his life for months and months, I would write him and just say that I'm thinking of you, looking forward to meet you. Um, don't even know your name yet, but I'm excited to get to know you and to know your name. And and then when I'd find out, like, see his picture, or I got to meet him for the first time, and then I could talk about that meeting with him. And just sweet things, always uplifting things. It's never any any of the conflict that's going on. And so recently... I wrote him and said, I think it's getting closer to, to me being part of your life, and I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. You, uh, 
you, you look super cute and <laughs> you got my, my chin or whatever and, you know, just stuff like that. Just very kind and uplifting things that I'm hoping to share with him when he when he's a lot older um, and can and he'll have that available to him to know that I wanted to be part of his life and all those emails will be time stamped and, and he can see that, that I was making an effort to to wanna be a wanna be a dad. So He is so cute. I mean I, I can't wait to see the picture of you guys reuniting, that's for sure. I I imagine you've played that scene in your head over and over, have you? Many, many times. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is huge. I mean, just from the recommendation of charges and then them being arrested, I really hope this is just an escalation to him coming home to you. Um, Definitely. Let's see. Did they have – I want to get back to them going to the airport. I mean, come on. Everybody knew that the charges had come out, but – had they did they have the tickets before? Do you know, or did they book them? Oh, it's my understanding they booked them September eighth, actually. So they've been they've had the plans for a couple of weeks, and and then the charges came out, and uh, they uh, continued to to go forward with their plans. So because apparently they're trying else to found on them that you know. Not to my knowledge, and I hope that that's a. If they don't share information with me, I hope that means it's a good thing. Like they have information leading to the return of my son that they don't want the public to know, which is understandable. To not uh, to not tip tip her off into hiding further or something. So I hope that's yeah, well, what that means, but I don't know for sure. And and considering it's close to baby William's birthday, I wonder if it had something to do. I mean, that's just speculation again, but I'm just wondering if it had something to do with that. Yeah, very well could be. That's a good point. The the baby possibly and huh? Do they have ties to Texas? Say that again. Do they do the Joneses have ties to Texas? Do I know, know that us? they lived there for for some time when he was going to uh, the university in Lubbock. I know that there's some family extended family there, and then recently I heard that there was a financial settlement of a deceased relative that they're settling or something. So mm. a few connections, but I'm not sure if it's relevant yeah. at all or if they're all relevant. So, Well, is there anything else that I forgot to mention that you want to talk about today? I just want to make sure we cover everything that you want to with this crazy case <laughs> going on. I'm sorry it's happening to you at sync. <laughs> Um, I just want to give a shout out to all those many, many people who put in countless hours to, to be supporters and keep a lookout and to, to post on social media and to do interviews and to help organize events. Like we've had so many people reach out and, and the people who have helped financially supporting and our GoFundMe account and all that. It's just been overwhelming the amount of love and support that we have. And I just want to thank and a personal thank you to everyone that has, has participated and who's even those who are just joining the case and, and and are willing to help look for my son, I, I'm grateful for it all. So thank you so so much for having me on, Kelly, and for helping raise awareness for my missing son. We need everyone looking to help bring him home safe. So 
Yeah, we need to make sure everyone shares this too. I mean, just get it out because you never know who's going to know someone. Uh, there is a link on this show below to the $5,000 reward to anyone uh, that contributes to helping bring the baby home. There's also a link to the Facebook group that you said is over 9,000 now. There's also a link to review all the court documents and the timeline event of events if anyone wants to go read that. I put that there too. Oh, and there's a tip line. Uh, the tip line is 800-479-9262. Please call with any tips that you have. I just want to, you too, I, I can't think of any more questions to ask you. Do you want to say a few more words possibly to anyone helping Madeline or Madeline herself? Uh, just that I'm so excited to meet my son. I, I love him, and in the brief time that I've got to be in his life, uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful person, and I'm trying to be part of his life, and I think it's important that, that children have both parents in their life, and that's what I'm trying to facilitate. My goal is not to exclude Madeline from his life. Um, so if, if anyone is if she is listening or her supporters, I would encourage them to have the courage to do what's right and have to, to follow the law and to, to bring him home. So. I agree. Well, I'm sending you lots of love, and I know there's lots of people doing the same. And how old are you, Jacob? I'm 23. I mean, that's a, a big burden you're carrying for a 23-year-old, and you're doing it with grace. And as another mom, I just want to tell you I am very proud of you, how you've held your head high. You've never really bad-mouthed or bashed, and you just want to be part of her, his life. So I commend you for that, and, and I commend you for the lessons that you're learning in this and being kind and considerate. And I just you are an amazing human being for that. I thank you for coming on my show today. Trying my best. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your mom's proud, even though it's an awful situation. But I'm going to go ahead and sign off. This is Kelly Carter of The Missing Pieces, where we're creating a life you love.